It is Tuesday, April 13th here in Draft Shark Studios in Rochester, New York. Welcome to the 28th Quick Hit Podcast in our Dynasty Prospects Scouting Report series. I'm your host, Matt Schaaf. With me, as always, is Jared Smola. You can now find 34 rookie scouting reports on DraftSharks.com. Every single one of them is free to read, and they will keep coming until the NFL Draft. You can check out every one of these accompanying podcasts by subscribing to our Draft Sharks YouTube channel or any of our podcast feeds. Our focus today is on Louisville wide receiver Chaterius Tutu Atwell Jr. Jared, give me some background on Tutu Tutu. Yeah, let's go with Tutu. That's a, that's a sweet name. I mean, he, he definitely wins the name contest in this year's wide receiver class. Um, he was a high school know. I'm on Ross St. Brown has something to say. I like Tutu, but I guess we can have that debate later. <laughs> Tutu was a high school quarterback. Um, he had over 4,000 career passing yards, over 1,500 career rushing yards in high school. He was recruited as an athlete, you know, with a position position switch in mind. He was a three-star recruit, according to most scouting services. Opted for Louisville over a few other offers. Made the move to wide receiver right away. Finished fifth on that 2018 team as a true freshman with 24 catches. He was third on the team with 406 receiving yards. Tied for second with two receiving touchdowns. The, the numbers are a bit more impressive than you might think because that was a really bad Louisville passing game. Atwell actually accounted for 16% of the team's receiving yards and 20% of the receiving touchdowns. Louisville's passing game took a big step forward in 2019 under new head coach Scott Satterfield, and Atwell's numbers took a, a massive leap forward as a sophomore. He led the ACC and ranked inside the top 12 in the country with 1,272 receiving yards, 11 receiving touchdowns, big market shares, 39% of the catches, 42% of the receiving yards, 34 percent of the receiving touchdowns you know great marks for a sophomore for a true sophomore took a step back this past season though uh, he did miss the Virginia game with an undisclosed injury and opted out of Louisville's final game to start prepping for the NFL draft still though his per game averages were down in his nine outings from 2019 uh, he went from 5.3 catches to 5.1 from 98 yards down to 69 and his touchdowns dropped a little bit from you know about 0.9 to 0.8 he still led the team with 46 catches and seven receiving touchdowns but fellow 2021 wide receiver prospect Des Fitzpatrick actually led Louisville last year with 833 receiving yards to Atwell 625. The market shares were good, but they, they were down from 2019, 27% of the catches, 27% of the receiving yards, and 39% of, of Louisville's receiving touchdowns. His father, King Tutu I, caught 171 balls across four seasons at Minnesota as a wide receiver, did not make the NFL. Young Tutu averaged 16.6 yards per catch for his Louisville career, including 18.4 per catch in that big sophomore campaign. You have to like the young breakout for a wide receiver. And that he chose to leave Louisville a year early would seem to speak well of his NFL draft projection. I'm a little bit bothered, though, by a tiny speedster making no impact in the return game. No kick returns at all. Four total punt returns over his three seasons. So uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But let's get into what you saw on film from Tutu Atwell Jr. Yeah, his film's like exactly what you'd expect to see from a 155-pound wide receiver. Like he's, he's definitely quick. He's definitely fast. He creates separation on you know quick hitting, in-breaking, out-breaking routes. He, he beats defenders' angles after the catch with that acceleration and speed. 
I think Louisville did a nice job with how they utilized that. Well, you know, he, he did quite a bit of gadget type stuff, like, you know, jet sweeps and end arounds. He was often put in motion or like lined up as the, you know, back man in a stack formation to make sure he was kept away from press coverage. I mean, I watched, I, I don't know if it was four or five games I watched in his scouting report, but I saw very few reps of Atwell against press coverage. You know, maybe he can, he can beat it, but the fact that Louisville kept him away from it and just looking at his size, you'd have to think that's going to be a problem for him. I, I guess we'll see. I, I was underwhelmed by his route running. He's, he obviously is athletic after the catch. He's not as athletic in his routes. I don't. I didn't see a ton of great agility into and out of his breaks to create separation. And th- the biggest problem is his tiny catch radius. I mean, he he is not going to win contested situations, even when there's a defender in the area. You know, it's it's just tough for him because you know, the quarterback's got to fit it into such a small window to get him the ball. So I think that's why Louisville got him the ball on some of those jet sweeps and screens and stuff because it's just it's not easy when you're talking about a wide receiver this small to get him the ball on more, you know, typical wide receiver routes. Yeah. And he didn't test as an explosive athlete at his pro day either. 40 of his 140 career receptions came on screen passes, according to pro football focus, 25 deep balls over the past three years, third most in the country. I think those are worth noting because that's what you see. As you alluded to, you see him take short catches and run for a while. You see him get downfield behind the defense and then get hit there. I mean, that's not surprising speeds the game. And also, like you said, with, you know, hiding him in formations and keeping defensive pressure off him, that's what I would expect the team to do with their little fast receiver. But once you get to the NFL, you can't just do that all the time. Plus, an NFL team's not going to be that motivated to, you know, set you up that much. They have other guys who are also very good at football. To me, Tutu Atwell looks like J.J. Nelson, but with more college production. Yeah, that's a good comp. I mean, I, I, we we and other folks have thrown around the Tavon Austin comp for other receivers in this class. I think Atwell is the closest to Tavon Austin that we've looked at so far, though. he, I don't know how Austin tested in the pre-draft process. I would assume he tested better than Atwell did. He he was more explosive, I think, on the field. But, you know, from a size and usage standpoint, I think, you know, Atwell is probably the closest thing to Austin in this class. Yeah, spinning ahead to the fantasy outlook, I was reminded of the name Craig Yeast that I've not thought about in a long time when I read your profile on Draft Sharks. Um, he's down in the fantasy outlook section. I'll let you guys read exactly how he comes up, but I think that he's a basically perfect comp for setting expectations for Atwell. Yeast had a very nice career at Kentucky. It took him until year three to really break out, so that puts him behind Atwell, but he caught 158 passes over his final two years. Then he was a fourth-round pick by the Bengals. He tested fast. It was like 4-4-3 in the 40, 4-4-7, something like that. Then he had 27 career receptions in the NFL. The best thing that Craig East did as a pro was return two punts for touchdowns as a Bengal rookie. That came after a very productive college career as a returner, including four total return TDs. And that gets me back to, to Atwell. He spent almost no time in college returning kicks. The return man was Hassan Hall. Louisville reserve running back a fellow three-star recruit entered in the same class Hall did it well and I'm not trying to overstate the importance of, of returns because obviously that doesn't give us a whole lot of fantasy value in most leagues but my point is if Tutu Atwell were so dangerous with the ball in his hands and such a superior athlete then I would think Louisville would be trying extra hard to get him the ball as many ways as they can they didn't do it in the return game he only had 12 career rushing attempts despite being a heavily involved receiver for three years, only took those attempts for 26 yards. So, I mean, he's fast, but I think rather than being this superior athlete that coaches are going to scheme up in the NFL, I think he's just 
the fastest wide receiver on his college team. I will say, I think, you know, he, he had more rushing attempts. If you count all those jet sweeps, which actually go down as passes, you know, again, they did use him a lot in that, that the return thing is interesting. Um, I, I wonder if it's a size thing, like, you know, guys tend to take pretty big hits on kick returns and punt returns. I wonder if, you know, they just wanted to limit, limit the amount of hits, you know, 155 pounder was taking it. Again, we've, we've talked with so many wide receivers in this class about size and how, you know, they, so many guys in this class don't fit in like the prototypical box. We want to see wide receivers and At- Atwell is the biggest concern for me. He's 155 pounds. Even if we look at wide receivers of 160 and lighter since 2000, only three guys in the NFL have caught a pass at that, you know, weight. JJ Nelson, Jojo Natson, and Brandon Banks. If you expand the list to 165, you get Craig East, you get Jalen Saunders, who did basically nothing. That you know, the two most optimistic comps from a size perspective for Atwell would be Dexter McCluster, who you know was like a running back wide receiver hybrid, never, never hit the fantasy radar. It was never a guy we could rely on. And then James Jett, who had a few decent fantasy seasons. He he caught 12 touchdowns in 1997 and scored as a top 20 wide receiver that season. He had two other seasons when he, when he was inside the top 36. You know, even Jack, you know, he was 165 pounds. We're talking, you know, 10 pounds heavier than Tutu Atwell here. So man, he's just he'd he'd be such an outlier if he ever becomes like a guy we can count on as a weekly fantasy starter. Yeah, and of course, James Jett played a while ago. NFL players have gotten bigger. And Tavon Austin, you know, you mentioned he comes up when we look at these small guys that you can scheme touches for. Tavon Austin ran the ball 110 times in college. He returned 97 kickoffs. He returned 34 punts. So, again, I think that if Tutu Atwell were this superior kind of athlete that, you know, you could find the touches for, which is really what we're looking for as opportunities, he would have gotten that at Louisville. Yeah, and I'll say it. The one thing that has me like keeping the light on for Atwell is I saw him and this was like a few months ago. I saw him in the first round of some mock drafts. I think Daniel Jeremiah had him as like a late first round pick in one of his first mock drafts, which is crazy to me. But I mean, if that happens, or even if he's a second round pick, like I think we have to be a bit more interested in him just because the NFL is high in him. And I think, you know, that would give him a better chance and meet opportunity. But I mean, yeah, I look at him and he'd be like a fifth or sixth rounder, but I, I guess we'll see. If he goes anytime in the first two rounds, I'll give him that I will be a bit more interested, but that's only because at the moment he's a pass for me in rookie drafts. I just don't see it. Agreed. Head over to DraftSharks.com. Now you can read Jared's full scouting report on Tiny Tutu Atwell. While you're there, check out the 33 other Dynasty rookie scouting reports that we have already posted. Check back for more right up until the NFL draft. All of them are free to read, as I've mentioned before, but you should lock in your DS Insider Access now. That way you can see the dynasty rankings. You can see the rookie rankings. You can access our 2021 projections and you can get to the draft board that is ready to help you with your best ball drafting right now. You can also find us on Twitter. We are at draft sharks. Jared is at Smola DS. I am at Shauf DS. That's S C H A U F for Jared Smola and the rest of the draft sharks crew. I'm Matt Shauf saying thanks so much for swimming with us.